Hello and welcome to the latest podcast from the Lancet Respiratory Medicine. I'm Richard Lane. In this latest podcast, we're going to be discussing the potential of mesenchymal stem cells for the treatment of acute respiratory distress syndrome, or ARDS. Let's hear from our two guest podcast interviewees who are based in San Francisco. And apologies for the slightly jumpy line at the beginning, but it does get better. Michael A. Maffei. MD, and I am a professor of medicine and anesthesiology here at the University of California, San Francisco, and associate director of the intensive care unit. And I am Jennifer G. Wilson, MD, MS. I'm an assistant clinical professor of emergency medicine at the University of California, San Francisco. Michael Mathay and Jenny Wilson, many thanks indeed for talking to the Lancet Respiratory Medicine. We're going to be discussing a phase one study that you are both authors of, and this concerns a very interesting uh, approach. This is looking at the potential use of mesenchymal stem cells for the treatment of acute respiratory distress syndrome or ARDS which Michael has just told me offline was first coined in the Lancet in 1967 but we won't go there let's move on and talk about what we're talking about here tell us the background and rationale to this study ARDS is an important cause of critical illness in intensive care unit patients with a pretty high mortality and significant morbidity currently our only treatment is supportive with lung protective ventilation and a fluid conservative approach. Both of these have improved the treatment of patients with ARDS since the landmark uh, low tidal volume lung protective publication in the New England Journal in 2000. But we are searching still for a more specific therapy that would reduce initial lung injury and enhance repair. Mesenchymal stem cells are an interesting possibility because these cells harvested from the bone marrow have a remarkable ability to both reduce injury and apparently speed up the repair after lung injury based on a several preclinical studies from our research group as well as others. It's quite feasible to give these cells from donors who are not specifically matched. In other words, they can be given as allogeneic bone marrow-derived mesenchymal stem cells and one other point to appreciate, they're not really stem cells in the traditional sense. They don't have a long half-life once they're injected. They really are cells that release products that seem to reduce injury and enhance repair, but they themselves do not survive very long. So we've translated to testing them in these human studies because of very encouraging preclinical work and small and larger animal models. Jenny Wilson, this is a phase one study, so obviously the patient numbers involved are small. Can we jump straight to the results? Can you summarize the results? Now, how do you think this is going to inform our knowledge and our work in using mesenchymal stem cells for ARDS? Absolutely. So as you said, it's a small trial. We uh, tested mesenchymal stem cells in nine patients with moderate to severe ARDS. It was a dose escalation protocol. So the first three patients were tested at a lower dose of 1 million cells per kilogram predicted body weight, moving up to the last cohort of three patients where we tested 10 million cells per kilogram of predicted body weight. And what we found is that the infusion of stem cells was well tolerated at all doses by all patients. So we had no pre-specified infusion-associated adverse events and no adverse events that were deemed related to the mesenchymal stem cell infusion. So the most important finding from this study 
which coincides nicely with trials of mesenchymal stem cells in patients with other disease processes, is that the infusion was well tolerated with no significant toxicities. You've already touched on this, Michael, in your introduction, but uh, obviously there, there is quite a bit of interest around, isn't there, about the use of mesenchymal stem cells for the treatment of ARDS, but the findings are preliminary, as this study is preliminary, but obviously not unimportant, very important, potentially very important. Why is ARDS, do you think, such a good candidate for a therapeutic approach like this? Well, I think that it's a good candidate because the cells release rapidly after infusion several protein products and perhaps other products such as lipid products which reduce inflammation and seem to restore a more normal lung fluid and protein balance so that the fundamental problem of ARDS of increased capillary permeability seems to be mitigated and reduced and so the cells based on the preclinical studies appear to enhance, for example, the resolution of pulmonary edema within a short time period. So while the uh, mesenchymal stem cells have been considered and still are being evaluated for other chronic conditions such as multiple sclerosis, inflammatory bowel disease, and other problems, it could be that they're an area of uh, previously overlooked uh, uh, application would be in patients with acute illnesses such as ARDS. Jenny, turning to you again, there is a phase two study underway, isn't there? Um, And how has this phase one study had an influence on on what's happening in phase two? Right. So based on the favorable safety profile that we observed in phase one, we have proceeded to phase two testing. What this is, is actually blinded, randomized, placebo-controlled trial in 60 patients comparing the highest dose tested in phase one, 10 million cells per kilogram predicted body weight to a placebo with essentially, other than the blinding, the same protocol that we used in phase one. The aims of the phase two study are mostly similar to the aims we had in phase one. We are primarily focused on safety now that we're testing these cells in a larger number of patients, but we'll also, with the slightly larger number of patients that we're enrolling, be able to examine some efficacy endpoints such as um, respiratory outcomes and some markers of uh, systemic illness. So far, we're uh, almost a third of the way through our phase two study, and it's going very well so far. And finally, perhaps both of you might want to comment here. This clearly is a very exciting area of uh, clinical research, but but it is obviously preliminary, as, as we've discussed. How do you see the next few years rolling out for clinical trials in this area? How how do you see the whole area moving? It it must be, although it's relatively preliminary, potentially it's a very exciting line of inquiry. I think that if this trial shows safety, as she indicated, and there's some... In phase two, if the phase two trial, yes, shows safety and shows some suggestion of efficacy then it would be warranted to go on and do a larger phase two trial and in the future consider a phase three trial. And I might add that uh, since an important cause of ARDS is infection, this trial inevitably enrolls patients who have sepsis as a cause of ARDS. And there are other investigators working on trying to do early clinical trials of sepsis per se, which in some cases would include the development of ARDS. So there's a related interest in the possibility of testing these cells for ARDS as well as for sepsis. 
And I would just add that this phase one trial and the preliminary phase two trial that we're doing now constitute a fairly major hurdle, I would say, in the testing of MSCs in critically ill patients, because here we are testing a novel cell-based therapy in patients who are already quite ill. So being able to demonstrate that these cells are well tolerated and not associated with adverse events or toxicities is pretty important to facilitating future testing, both for ARDS, but also for other uh, acute critical illnesses. Well, it's a very uh, interesting area. I'm sure we're going to hear a lot more about it. And best of luck with uh, all the progress you're making in in the phase two study. And, and make sure you tell the Lancet Respiratory Medicine about it when, when you get some results. Thank you so much. We will. We certainly will. Thanks for uh, including us in this podcast. And you can tell your listeners that if they have any questions, they should certainly feel free to email Dr. Wilson or myself, and we'll try to answer them. Uh, maybe you could give them uh, our email addresses. Absolutely. That's that's very kind offer. Thank you. And certainly email addresses of corresponding authors, at least, will be available through the HTML version of the paper when we publish it online. So I think that's a great thing to say. In the meantime, both, many thanks indeed for talking to The Lancet Respiratory Medicine. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. And many thanks to you all for listening. See you next time.